she makes it look so easy, right? Like this woman or this account that you see, we don't know her situation. We don't know her circumstances. So we have to stop comparing ourselves to other women when they also might be in different seasons. Like I know for me personally, I was not in a season to run a business, have a podcast, be a TV host, be Mrs. International, like do all of these things when my babies were little, like in that newborn stage, you are just barely surviving. Like you are up during the night, at least for me, I was breastfeeding, your hormones are changing. Um, Like there's just so much stuff going on that I just didn't have the capacity at that. So what I'll say is stop comparing yourself to other women or other just people accounts that you see on social because you never know what that person has going on, right? Good, bad, anything in between. Are you looking to become more productive, make more money, or simply figure out how to juggle all the demands of being a productive working mom? Hi, my name is Sandy Glant. I'm a wife, mama, business owner, best-selling author, and TV host. I got sick and tired of being stressed out and overwhelmed trying to balance the demands of life. But rather than staying stuck and overwhelmed, I created a system that allows me to do it all and have some time to spare. I'm obsessed with helping women just like you develop the tools, systems, and strategies to get more done in less time. And I share it all with you on the Slay Your Day podcast. In every episode, we'll uncover the strategies and tools to maximize your time, effort, and energy so you can make every day of your life extraordinary. Are you ready? to slay your day. Let's dive in. Welcome back to the Slay Your Day podcast. I am so excited to jump in to today's topic, which is 10 toxic habits that I had to give up to find work-life wellness as a working mom. And this is such a hot topic because I run a free productivity group and a lot of these toxic traits are coming up in the members that I'm seeing. And I want to talk about each one of these head-on, talk about each one of these toxic habits, but also talk about how to get rid of them. So we are going to dive right in to today's training with these 10 toxic habits. That's a little bit of a tongue twister, 10 toxic habits. (laughs) Okay, let's get into them. And if you feel like you have one of these toxic habits, I want to hear from you about how you handle it, how you deal with it, and really how you get it out of your life. And that's what I want to share with you today, because these 10 toxic habits I have been able to identify in my life and put safeguards in place to be able to identify them and get rid of them if I do them or completely get them out of my life. And we have to do this, right? As working moms, like we do not have a lot of time for just all the extra stuff, right? There's not a lot of buffer time in there. So going through these 10 toxic habits, I want you to really identify 
which ones you have and how you're going to get those safeguards in place so you can get them out of your life and step into your productivity and really just find your work-life wellness. Everyone's work-life wellness looks different and being successful in those areas is going to look different. So I just want you to know that there's no right or wrong way to do this, but you do want to make sure you are identifying the ones that you have in your life that you know are not productive. Okay, so let's dive in. The first toxic habit I want to share with you is stop multitasking and focus on one task at a time. So you've heard me say this before, whether on the podcast or through my coaching, even if you've heard me speak at a live event, multitasking kills the momentum. Multitasking is really the thing that is going to set you back. And a lot of people think, well, this is the thing that's actually going to help me. But unfortunately, multitasking is just overwhelming yourself and it leads to burnout, okay? So instead, focus on just one task at a time and complete it and then move on to the next one. And it actually, you see the progress a lot faster and you build that momentum because instead of focusing on one, two, three, four, five things at once, you really get to hone in and focus in on one thing at a time. And I know my multitaskers anonymous out there are like, no, 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 but I need to, you know, write the email and take the phone call and watch the kids. Oh my gosh, ladies, it is killing, killing your productivity. Okay. So please stick to one thing, focus on that one thing, get it done and then move on. However, I will say this, there is such thing as smart multitasking. I am a fan of this. So smart multitasking is, for instance, for example, taking a shower, listening to a podcast, and then like being able to do those two things at once. Another example is doing the laundry, right? Like folding the laundry, listening to a podcast, driving in your car, listening to an audiobook, podcast, download, tutorial, whatever, right? Like these are things that you can do simultaneously where it's not gonna take you off the main thing, right? Working out, whenever I work out, I always listen to a podcast or some type of audiobook while I'm working out because I know I can do both those things at once. And when I mean working out, I mean cardio. I don't mean I'm trying to lift weights and like listen to an audio book at the same time because I'm very focused when it comes to my workouts. So that is smart multitasking. I am okay with you doing that. So just know the difference and that will really support you in making sure that you're focusing on the right things and able to move on in a smart, effective, and efficient way. Okay, number two, stop trying to do it all and delegate tasks to other family members. Like, I think that there's this misconception, like as moms, we have to do it all. Like we have to do everything when it comes to our businesses and we have to do everything when it comes to the house and like making sure that that's running and like all of this works together, right? So like stop trying to do it all. Like that's just period. Number one, hands down, you know, I always say we get to have it all. Number one, we have to define what that is. But number two, it's okay to delegate, right? Delegate and find the support system. My entire coaching is based around three pillars, system strategy support. And support is finding it in friends, in family members, in your community that you can tap into. I mean, we have someone that comes to our house every single week that picks up our dry cleaning because I don't have to drive it there every single week, right? I mean, that is tapping into the different services of your community, right? We also have someone that comes to deliver 
our food. So Jared and I do a meal prep uh, service, but then we also use Instacart and Amazon. I mean, these are things that really will help you save time, right? And just knowing that you don't have to do it all, I think takes a lot of weight off your shoulders. And I think if you're doing it all and you're stuck in, but I have to do it all, I have to do it all. I want you to think about one area that you could start to delegate to free up some of your time, whether it's having someone come in to do laundry, whether it's a house cleaner, just having outsourcing, delegating the the, uh, dry cleaning services or the groceries uh, shopping. Like there's so much technology now that we can use to our advantage that you don't have to do it all, but it looks like you do it all, right? You, You still get it all done, but it doesn't have to be you doing every single detail. Show up where it matters for you, right? That's so important. Okay. Number three, this is a big one. This is going to be like a a controversial one. Okay. I know that I'm going to get some backlash for this. And I also think that when you really stand firm in what you and where you want to show up, like you get this one. Okay. So this is what it is. You ready for it? All right. Number three, stop putting work before family time. Ooh, does that hit you hard a little bit? It depends on which side of the road you stand on. Now, look, I am a firm believer that my family is the most important thing in my life. I am able to show up as a present woman in business, coach, podcaster, TV host, Mrs. International 2022, all of these things because I put my family first. I'm very serious. I'm very clear on the boundaries of when work time is and when family time is. And when it's family time, the work shuts down. There is no working 24 hours a day. There is no hustle mode. Like if you know me at all, you know I'm so against the hustle culture because it doesn't have to be that way. You can still be insanely successful and prioritize family time. So stop putting work before family time. Just get it on the calendar. If you listen to one of my previous episodes, I'm talking about how Jared and I get our family time on the calendar, how we lock it in. We get it on there every single month, our intentional uh, Jared and Sandy days together and our family time, okay? So stop putting work before family time. I will be the first one to tell you that it's okay to have the separation, okay? Because if you put work before family, this is my opinion, okay? You can have a different opinion if you choose, right? If you put the work before the family, and now look, there's going to be certain times when you need to do that. I am am not dismissing that. But what I'm saying is you have to know when and where you're showing up for each. So that's number three. I know it's a bold one and I'm claiming it and I'm here for it, but I stand by what I say, put your boundaries in place. Get your boundaries in place so you know when your start time is, when your end time is. And you'll be so much happier and you'll feel like you have that work-life wellness, okay? So that's number three. That is my bold claim for number three. Number four, stop overcommitting and limit yourself to a few priorities, right? So the overcommitting, like this is so big also when it comes to like all the things we're saying yes to. Maybe you're saying yes to like the carpool mom or the playdate mom or the cooking dinner every night, like whatever that is for you, right? When you overcommit yourself, you don't have enough bandwidth to say yes to the few priorities that should be on your plate that matter the most, okay? So stop overcommitting and just limit yourself to those few priorities that you know you 
want to show up for? Make a list. Like I always say, make a list, right? Like where do you want to show up? What are those few priorities that are your non-negotiables? Like I talk about my non-negotiables in um, my signature talk and when I go and I speak on on stages and it's so important to know what your non-negotiables are. When are you starting? When are you stopping? What are you willing to say yes and no to? Okay. So figure out what those few priorities and those non-negotiables are for you. And then it makes it easier to stop over committing to things that don't fall into those categories for you. Okay. So that's number four. Number five. Five ties in with number four. You ready? Okay, here we go. Number five is stop feeling guilty for saying no. This is a big one for the ladies, right? Because I just feel like as women, we always think we have to say yes. We always just stretch ourselves to the point where it makes us uncomfortable, but it might help someone else. But we're, we're willing to make ourselves uncomfortable and stretch ourselves so thin versus saying no, that that's why we get overwhelmed. So in saying no, this is my favorite line. This is one of my favorite quotes. Your no's protect your yes. And in doing this, again, you get to fully show up where you want. You get to fully show up and be there with your kids for soccer practice or be on that date night with your husband or go to the conference and be fully present, right? Like whatever that is for you. I have had opportunities where I've been asked to speak on stages or media or appearances. And I have said no, because it's not in alignment with my family goals, right? And it's not in alignment for me being home with my kids at night or it it requires excessive amounts of travel. So again, knowing what those boundaries are for you are really going to allow you to be clear and firm on your nose. And I'm so excited for you to map out your nose because once you do and you know the parameters of where and what you're saying no to, it becomes so much easier. And you don't feel guilty and you don't feel like you have to say yes. So it's very empowering. So I would highly, highly recommend that if you haven't mapped out your priorities and your boundaries yet, that you do this so you can protect your yes. Okay. Number six, another big one, another huge one that I know so many women are going to uh, resonate with this. Number six, stop comparing yourselves to other women, whether this woman over here has kids, doesn't have kids, works, doesn't work, works and has kids, like has help or doesn't have help, has a supportive partner, doesn't have a supportive partner. We don't know other people's situations. So when you look on Instagram or Facebook or whatever social media, and she makes it look so easy, right? Like this woman or this account that you see, we don't know her situation. We don't know her circumstances. So we have to stop comparing ourselves to other women when they also might be in different seasons. Like I know for me personally, I was not in a season to run a business, have a podcast, be a TV host, be Mrs. International, like do all of these things when my babies were little, like in that newborn stage, you are just barely surviving. Like you are up during the night, at least for me, I was breastfeeding, your hormones are changing. Um, Like there's just so much stuff going on that I just didn't have the capacity at that. So what I'll say is stop comparing yourself to other women or other just people accounts that you see on social because you never know what that person has going on, right? Good, bad, anything in between. The help, the support, 
uh, the, the the resources. So everyone's everyone's on their own journey. So if we focus in on our own journey and where we're at and what we're willing to show up for and say yes and no to, that is the biggest competitor, right? Like you are your biggest competitor as to what you want to take on. And I say competitor because I'm always competing to, to be the next best version of me, but I also know and honor the seasons that I'm in. I can honor a newborn season when Jake or Jordy was little. I can honor a season when the kids aren't sleeping through the night or I'm taking on more personally or professionally, or I have stuff going on in my personal life. Like when we moved, and I'll probably do an episode about this too. I will. I will do an episode on this. When we moved, when Jared and I moved back in uh, September of last year of 2022, it was a very challenging time. We were going, like, I don't know if you guys were following me on Instagram at this point, but we were in Florida. We were traveling. Um, I ended up traveling with the kids to where my parents live in Philly. We went to our um, shore house in New Jersey. I was in Chicago traveling for the pageant. Jared was traveling for work. Jake had just started school in September. There were so many moving pieces and our house wasn't even done. Like we literally didn't even have a house to stay in because it was still under construction. And we were staying, thank goodness, with my incredible in-laws all under one roof. But when you're not in your own space, as amazing as my in-laws are, and I'm so, so grateful for them because they're a huge support system, you're just not in your own space, right? Like we were all, imagine this, we were all like sharing a bed together, the four of us, Jared, Jake, Jordy, and myself, okay, in like one room together. And we did this for probably a month. We were living at our country club. Like it was a lot. It was a lot of moving pieces going on. And no one would really know. And again, that's why I'm going to do an episode on it because I think it's important to share the good stuff and the hard stuff and then everything in between. And I'm very transparent about it. But from the outside, you just, no one would know. No one would know the craziness of all the moving pieces that were going on. And yes, it was fun. And yes, it was exciting. But there was a lot of stress that went into that time as well. So that's what I just want to share with you about. Don't compare yourself because you never know what someone else is going through, good or bad, right? So just let's just stop the comparing, okay? Deal? Deal. Okay, number seven. This is a big one for my social media people. Stop checking your phone constantly. We check our phone so much, like notifications, and they pop up on the computer, on the phone. I mean, like the watches, right? Like the Apple watches. Like we can't get away from the notifications. We can't get away from the pings and the dings and people constantly being in communication with us. So just stop checking the phone so constantly. For me, I'll share something that has worked amazing for my family and I, which is when I shut down my work day for the day around three o'clock, that's when I put my phone on the charger. I put it on the charger in a different room and I just put it away. So when I'm with the kids, I'm fully present with the kids. If I go on a bike ride, I'll put my phone, like I'll hook it up for some music, but I'm not in work mode. I am not sending anything out to my team or to clients or to emails or to anything, right? So the big thing for me is like when I'm in work mode, I'm in work mode, right? And and I'm, I'm in it and the notifications are on and, and everything when I'm in that mode. But when I'm plugged out of it, the phone's down. The phone is away and out of sight and I can truly connect with my children or my husband or whoever it is that I'm with. So let's just stop checking the phone so much, right? If you have to turn off notifications, put it on airplane mode, whatever you need to do. But it's just, we got to do it. Otherwise, it's just going to constantly be coming up. 
Okay. All right. Number eight, we are flying through this list. We are 20 minutes in and we are flying through these 10 toxic habits that I had to give up, that I personally had to give up to find work, my work-life wellness. Okay. So here's another big one. And I see this with a lot, a lot of my clients when I, when they first come into the world of SG, of Sandy Glant, and before they realize it doesn't have to be this way. Okay. So stop relying on caffeine and sugar to get through the day. Okay. So this is something that I now only do one cup of coffee a day. I only do one cup a day and that's in the morning because I've done research and I've studied up on this and the half-life of coffee, if you have, the last time you have it is at nine o'clock a.m., that's when I had my last cup of coffee, the half-life of caffeine will stay in your body for 12 hours. So by nine o'clock when I'm ready to go to bed, it should pretty much be out of my system. And I'm going to share with you, I have uh, another podcast episode I'm going to do on my favorite sleep um, like hacks and products and things like that that really optimize my sleep. But cutting out the caffeine, like multiple cups of coffee a day, I have cut that down to just one cup in the morning and sugar because I've noticed a huge transformation in my body when I do this and how I feel and my energy. And it takes a while to get off of it. But then when you regulate and when you start feeling good and start putting the good stuff in the water and getting away from the caffeine, it you, you will feel better. Okay. So let's try and limit the caffeine. Sugar, if you know me, you know I love my sugar. Like I love my dark chocolate and sweets, um, but I don't binge on it. Like I can have one little piece of chocolate or like a bite of a cookie, whatever. And, um, I can be good. I don't need the whole thing, um, to enjoy it. So again, like know thyself and know what's, uh, you know, what you need for your body. For me, I know I need more water, less caffeine and less sugar. So that was a big game changer. And maybe I'll just do a whole episode on like health wellness. If that's something you're interested in, you can DM me and just say, yes, Sandy, do like health. And I'll do a I'll do a an entire podcast on that as well. Okay, so my next tip for you is stop overworking to the point of exhaustion. So many of my clients, they come to me first before I start working with them. They are at the point of exhaustion. They are like at the ends, and they're like, I cannot do this anymore. We don't need to let it get to that point in order to make a change. The number one thing that I can tell you transformation that I have with my clients is that they can tap into working less hours and making more money. Imagine that, working less hours, but making more money and having more impact. Do you know how huge that is? It's such a, like, you really have to experience it to believe it because I have had clients that work uh, four hours a day, four hours a week, and are making seven figures. I have clients that are taking midday, like Wednesdays off, and that's their time for self-care and family and church. And again, scaling their businesses, doubling their business. I have clients that have tripled their businesses, okay, tripled with a T, tripled their businesses, and no longer are up late nights, get to spend quality time with their families and have, again, tripled their business in not just the revenue that they're making, but also in the team as well. 
So when I tell you that when you're working to the point of exhaustion, you're literally setting yourself up for failure, okay? So step out of that. If you need the help, if you need the system strategy and support for this, I got you. This is why I'm here, right? So reach out to me and say, Sandy, I want more information on whether it's my one-on-one coaching or my group coaching because I can guarantee you If you take the systems and the strategy that I will give to you when we work together, whether it's through group coaching or one-on-one, immediately within as little of time as a month, because I have clients who have done this, you will start to see a transformation. I have a client who has done this in one month of working with me where she's doubled her business. Okay. So it's done. It's possible. It's been done over and over and over again. You just have to have the right information, system, strategy, and support. Okay. So let's get that in line for 2023. If you need help with this, reach out to me and say, Sandy, I would love more information on either my group coaching or my one-on-one. That's on you where you feel like you need the support. Okay. Last and final piece of information that I want to share with you about these toxic habits and what you need to step out of to find your work-life wellness, the last and final piece is stop neglecting your own self-care and take time for yourself. Going back to what we just said about the working yourself to the point of exhaustion, this is about sleep. This is about hydration. This is about, you know what, going and getting your hair or your nails done because you know that that's going to fuel into your own tank for being able to just fuel yourself so you get more accomplished. So please, please don't neglect your own self-care, take time for yourself and know that you're filling your cup up so you can serve to others. So you can serve others on a level that is so full and fueled by what you bring to the table, whether it's a product or a service, whatever that is, showing up as a mom, as a wife, as a leader. It is so important that we fuel into ourselves and we don't neglect our own self-care. Another thing that I'm going to share with you, and I've talked about this so much, is my own self-care journey started about two years ago, uh, really diving deep right into when after I had Jordy and getting my blood work done, putting the right vitamins into my body. Like That was such a game changer for my health. If you want more information on that, because that is very specific to my health plan. And again, I'll put this into another podcast about my health journey and what has skyrocketed my health and my energy and stamina and mood and and just everything, right? Like I've had a lot of people in the in the very recently, very recently say to me, Sandy, like you have exploded your business and your platform and your like all these things, but you can't do that on low energy. You can't do that when you don't feel like you're connected to your purpose or you're getting the right fuel into your body. So I'll do I'll do another whole episode on that. But today we're sharing with you 10 of these toxic habits that you just have to get rid of. Get them out of your life. Find a way to troubleshoot this because if you do, I promise you, your life will get better. You can serve people at such a greater level, whether that's your clients, your family, yourself, your community. I mean, there's just so much to give when you're fully fueled into your passion, your purpose, and then being able to give to yourself as well. But you've got to know what these habits are, these toxic habits, because if you don't and you continue with this, it will continue down a path. It will compound down a path. It could be detrimental. And detrimental not just to your relationships and your business, but to your health and your well-being. And 
there's so much that we can do to troubleshoot this. And there's so much we, we can do to step out of this and into really what's going to fuel us. And that's what I want for you. I want you to have the income, the impact, the energy, the connection, like all of that. We get to have all of that. So one final thing that I want to share with you is I have a quiz for you. And this quiz is to identify your mompreneur type. Did you know that there's like five different kinds of mompreneur types out there? I didn't know this. Okay. But now I do. I know my mompreneur type. So if you want to take this quiz, this mompreneur quiz, all you have to do is DM me on Instagram and say mom, M-O-M, just mom, M-O-M. And it will send you the mompreneur quiz where you can find out exactly what kind of mompreneur you are. Okay. This was so exciting. Like this was so fun uh, to go through and figure out what kind of like mompreneur I am and how to work towards my strengths versus, you know, there's just different areas that we can optimize. So I'm so excited for you to take this quiz. All you have to do is DM me in Instagram, mom, M O M, and you will get that chat. Find out what your mompreneur style is, and then you'll find um, some different ways to, to hack that. So I'm so excited for you to get that quiz. Again, go check it out. Just DM me on Instagram, mom, M-O-M. All right, ladies, thank you so much for being here. Until next time, make sure you go out there and slay your day. Are you ready to join a group of high performance women who are committed to continuous growth, working smarter, not harder, and who know that it's important to invest in themselves so they get to show up in all the areas that mean the most to them? If you know you want it all, the business, babies, body, and bank, then look no further than the High Performance Accelerator Academy. This is where women who want more come together to learn the systems, strategy, and support to take their lives to the next level. You are surrounded by a community of women who are dedicated to their success, but know that burnout and overwhelm don't have to be a part of it. If you're ready to invest in the next level version of yourself, check out the High Performance Accelerator Academy at sandraglant.com forward slash academy. I'm going to give that link to you one more time. It's sandraglant.com forward slash academy. I can't wait to see you inside.